Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Indie Comics. <laughs> Today, we have a very special guest, the button presser. I get to I I get to press the recording button. I'm Chloe. I usually press the button on the camera. Yep. I'm I'm, yep. the, I'm the button clicker. Yeah, on the she's camera. usually our master photographer who takes super awesome photos of us all the time. Although I always forget somehow and wear not super cute clothes, but that's all cool. But you always turn out so pretty. Oh, what are you talking? I just I, I, I keep you around all the time. You're so sweet. I'm Maddie. <laughs> And I'm super fashionably dressed. I'm not. I'm wearing a frumpy sweater because that's what I'm. But I have a cool Sailor Moon necklace, so that's something. We've also got. Oh yeah, is it my turn now? Finally, after all of the <laughs> all the girly business outfit, right here. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, this is Jeff right here. Thanks for noticing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's outnumbered. For once, we have two ladies. It's very exciting. Oh, Ooh, here we go. And uh, today we are talking about a super super cool uh, comic called Kinsey. Yes, Kinsey, so wonderful. Chloe is a great one. Would you like to tell us a little bit about the comic? Yes, tell us a little bit about this. So, Quince, like, grabbed my, was one of the first ones amongst Tyler's bookshelf that that grabbed my interest, because it was the one that wasn't in English. <laughs> you know, not it's not very often you get to see, like, a cover and, like, a title that's, like, in Spanish. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm Latina. That's awesome. So I decided to grab it and see, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm white and it's like every comic I see, I'm like, wow, look at this amazing white. Pr- oh, because <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. I understand yes, yes, representation. But no, like, that's so cool. No, yeah. So I uh, totally independently of, of not knowing anything about the Eisner Awards or anything yeah. like that, it yeah. just it grabbed my interest right away. And so I it was one of the first ones I grabbed off of his bookshelf. And I loved this story about this girl who hardly knew herself and was pushed into this situation that even like, like even her grandmother didn't know that much about it, but knew enough to be able to walk her through all of this stuff that was going to happen to her and like to come out on the other end with a moral that everyone can relate to. I just, it it had everything that I ever wanted in a story. So, and great point that Chloe just brought up. So this is an Eisner nominated comic which is Mm -hmm. super super cool and that is why this time around we're doing it backwards which is probably forwards for most other (laughs) podcasts but we're going to talk about the comic before uh, doing our interview which usually we do it the other way around we talk with the creators before doing um, reading it it and talking about it uh, but this time we're doing it the other way around because comic-con in san diego is coming up yeah right around the corner in other words it's kind of a forced switcheroo that we're trying to do here because you know it's just going to become insane in the next few weeks is what it's going to be so we're getting ready for that um it's going to be crazy crazy times um so because of that we wanted to do our discussion now and we were just so excited to talk about the super super cool comic hopefully by the time we do the interview um we will be getting ready to see it get an eisner i really hope it gets it's it's so amazing it's so well deserving i got emotional multiple times while reading this i totally turned up at the end i was like sitting in panera with like a salad which is funny because i don't even eat salads that often but i'm like "Uh, uh," and there's like all these kids near me and i'm just like trying to keep my cool because i was emotional and because it's so great it's 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 got so many pieces of all of my favorite stories, just enough to where I'm like, okay, this was really well thought out. 
and it's got Spanish in it. So right. <laughs> it's just the cutest thing in the world. I love this. And a good this. peppering of geekdom throughout the entire thing. They like did. just about yeah. every single geekdom you can imagine. Yeah, back references. In the little references here and there. Oh, it was it was really really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were your first takes, Steph? I, 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 I honestly, when I was looking at something like this, the one thing that drew me in immediately, well, you know, because I'm a very visual person, is definitely the artwork. Now, the artwork with this, it reminded me of Steven Universe right off the bat right there because the, the the animation looks just like that practically. So, so beautiful. I look at that and I'm just thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm really loving the very car- cartoony kind of look that we have seen with this and everything. And it just, as soon as I was reading more into the story, I'm thinking like, yeah, man, this is... She has got the kind of life that we all wish that we could have had when we had our 15th birthday and everything. <laughs> so it, it, it's pretty darn cool. Plus, I like the fact, you know, she got to do a little superheroine. So we had a little bit of the kick-ass reference here going on with this story going on. Maybe not as violent, but oh, it's, it's, it's just so good. It's, it's everything that, you know, your typical run-of-the-mill geek would want in a story. But at the same time, pandering to a very large crowd that just about anybody can identify with. Yeah, like I just thought it was such a beautiful story and I loved the art. I thought it was so unique and special and real. Like not only is she Latina a hero, but she's also like a little larger. And like yeah. I think that body positivity yes. was super important too. Yes, very much so. And, you know, I, as I talk I mean, about my frumpy sweater, but like a lot of people are all different <laughs> sizes and it's nice that like, you know, it's not all just tiny skinny waists and, you know, big butt and a big chest. And like it, people come mm-hmm. in all shapes and sizes and heroes come in all shapes and sizes. And that was such a beautiful message that wasn't drilled over your head with it. It was no. just part of the story. Yeah. It just it just became a, like, no, this is my life. Like, yeah, this yeah. is who I am. Like part of it is I have to look at you skinny white girls on <laughs> TV sometimes. But it doesn't mean that I have to identify with that. Or sure. I don't have to accept that that's the reality I need to strive for, it's more likely I, I'm going to be this. And this is beautiful too. Yep. Like, yep. and that, and I loved that is that mm-hmm. there is beauty there yeah. within her. And I just, I, w- I wanted, I want that story told so much more. I know. Yeah. Well, and even at the beginning with that representation, I have the quote of, I'm a total nerd. And my favorite thing to do is watch fangirl shows on Netflix, even though the superheroes are basically always white people. And like, <laughs> as a white person like it's absolutely true and like it's so exciting like for me to see something a little different and to like get a peek into a culture that i'm not as familiar with like i have some latina friends and so i kind of get a little like abuela and like all these things but like i learned some (laughs) new words just reading this and that was so cool i i love it just as a history and like having studied languages yeah. I love seeing other languages incorporated in stories. Like even even like ones that were made up, like Lord of the Lord of the Rings languages yeah. that they made up. I found that so damn fascinating. Oh yeah. Do you un- like that just like triggered my history nerd button so much and I just so seeing Spanish getting incorporated in cuz that's how it that's how we used it every day. It's you know, my mom yeah. my mom forgot the words for in English sometimes. So when she was talking to me, she would use Spanish words instead. And oh, so you're saying Spanglish was done yeah. a whole lot. And that's what I loved about this too was, you know, I'm thinking like Spanglish the entire time. I loved it. If anything, when I was reading this, it was just reminding me of high school Spanish all over again when I was <laughs> yeah. when I was looking at all this and like, abuela, abuela and going like yeah. that. So it's like, oh, it's so wonderful. Like even or even they have they would have full Spanish phrases. Exactly. And you could yeah. read right through it because it exactly. it wasn't anything you're not familiar with oh yeah so, yeah and it didn't take away from the experience at all even when not, they went no, a little all. more into it i was just like cool i don't really know what that means but i get the context of it exactly and like, it you, was, could, yeah. you could get the motion behind it and yeah. understand what's happening still. it definitely pushes point the, the, the 
pushes the point home that, hey, you know, you may not know what's being said, but you get the general gist. Yes. Yeah. And you see that the entire time in this story. And yeah. I just loved this whole mess. I, I think of all the comics we've read since I've been on Indie Comics, which has been a little while now, probably about a year, um, maybe a little less. But uh, it reminded me kind of of like Heavy Vinyl, I think, was the closest thing I could compare it to. Um, or even a little bit of, um, oh, my gosh, what's it called? The King Arthur one. Oh, once, once, in future. In, once in Future King. <laughs> once in Future King. Shout Thank out to you, Tyler. Tyler from the corner of the room. <laughs> he switched it was with me. The, cover, the pink cover was in my head, too. Um, but, like, these stories of, like, someone that is, you know, has power kind of thrust upon them and is just, like, such a normal person. And I think of all of them, we had this really great message here of like she's just a regular girl and she's just living her life but mm -hmm. and it this one it felt so normal like there were references to amazon and there were references to like like everything was just this is a life and it felt real in a way that i i think it, you don't always get it felt real in a lot of ways that i wasn't anticipating because yeah. i've had the luxury of kind of being surrounded by a lot of comics yeah. recently in the last month or so. So I, I, you don't, really you don't, don't. <laughs> right, right. So you don't normally see the part after they get their superpowers where they have to work out 24 yes. hours a day because they don't have the muscle to, to like compensate for their new superpowers. So if you want to be able to fly for like yeah. eight hours straight, that means you have well, to work yeah. out. And if anything, <laughs> if anything, that put into perspective for the first time, you know, not every superhero starts at the top. I mean, not right. every superhero is going to be Superman and already have the powers, all those powers under the sun. And of course, you know, that's why this is good as an origin story, because if essentially it it uh, miniaturizes the whole origin story kind of thing for me because you're looking at all that training scene of which the entire time I was thinking about the Rocky theme the entire right. time when she was going through <laughs> that, actually. Absolutely. Going through that entire thing, thinking like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, she eventually became badass, but she had to work toward it and building herself up. Mm -hmm. And practically half the time, she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. And But, you know, she, she realized, you know, it wasn't just about her anymore. Right. And if anything, Abuela just kept telling her, hey, you know what? Well, you know, you can choose not to do it anymore, but how many people are you going to be um, disappointed? Or how many people are you letting down by making your decision like that? Mm -hmm. well, Until she realizes, okay, let's keep going. Right. Mm -hmm. That whole character was just so wonderful. I think everyone who's been fortunate enough to have a grandmother in their life mm -hmm. who yeah. they're close to, which like mine. She very much was Alfred in this case. She, she, <laughs> right. was, she, she was Alfred. She, she was like an Alfred, like with oracle from the matrix but she oh, just yeah. had it there yes. she was like no i don't feel good at like that guy stopped talking to you too fast like exactly. there's something going on here so well, and like for me like it was cool because here it's abuela and for me it was grammaire because we're french um but like my grammaire was everything to me and i think it was a very similar relationship and that's so special to get to see it and even like in the part that you're talking about jeff where um she's giving her these like affirmations to you where she's like I don't want to fly and Abuela's like you're alive you're fine keep going and like being mm -hmm. a hero is pain being a hero is tears mm -hmm. um, and even when she says like well in movies superheroes don't have to work this hard and Abuela says um, those are movies this is real life and real life is hard work um, and I, I just thought that that was so nice because like obviously it's always cool when like a medium talks to another medium and says like we know that you're used to seeing X in superheroes and even yeah. with all the cool references but here's you know what it would really be like we sat that's, down and we were like this is life this is a high schooler having a power that's essentially why i think something like this is the perfect companion piece to something like kick-ass because mm -hmm. kick-ass had the same exact message probably not so much from the multicultural perspective but this shows you that you know essentially anybody can be a hero then 
You just I gotta remember be that to make movie. That kind of... I remember really liking that movie because yeah. of exactly that. I was like, exactly. okay, there's no. I could totally put on a fucking costume. Yeah. If I really exactly. wanted to, exactly. I could beat up somebody. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Not like a great idea. Plus, or her costume. The there was just something about her costume. Girl I game. loved that darn costume. That it she was had. just so yeah. killer. That was just like I just so want to wear a hoodie and a mask and just go around flying. I know. That's all I want to do now. Right. Well, and I love just like like the, the again c- kind of like a heavy vinyl and and some of the other things that we've read where it's like that high school finding yourself story. I think was also really important where she kind of talks about how she felt kind of invisible and like her crush didn't see her and all of these things and like what it did to her life beyond just being able to help yeah. other people. And like I love the line when she first gets her powers. Like I wish I'd found out I had superpowers in a cool way, like saving a bus full of all the hot guys from my school oh, from God, careening she has off that a cliff. Dream of suddenly all the hot guys. And yeah, but. That's no, right. <laughs> I had to go explode a bathroom. I can't even with my life, you guys. Like, it was just so yeah. real and genuine. And, like, of course, like, yeah, you want to think of, like, oh, this is what superhero stuff looks like. <laughs> and here's the reality. And, like, I think that was just so refreshing to really get to see what it would be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, like, the whole, her whole scene of learning how to fly when she couldn't actually fly. Yeah. She was just kind mm-hmm. of, like, floating. And she's like, well, I guess this is just what I'm doing for 30 minutes. <laughs> just floating around here. Even even that, like, what what scene am I thinking of from Superman? Flying. Yeah, where where he's just taking her away and just flying, and it's just oh, yeah. it's not it's oh, not good. It was never going to be that graceful. That's right? the, yeah, the first you know, one. he didn't have a lot of time to practice oh, in his defense, but okay, fair. No, it's fair point, and I just I feel like this is just so much more real. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Like, and she still gets some of those moments, but it's yeah, it's real, it's raw, and it's you know. Yeah. And that's something, too, that, like, there was one of the things that I thought was so interesting is there's this quote from um, from my grandma. Again, I love her. The grandma's got some pretty good ones. The best. She's like the Gandalf of the story. Just pay attention (laughs) to everything she says to continue the Lord of the Rings. Okay, so she's the Alfred Oracle. Gandalf. She is is a Gandalf. is what she is. Gandalfred. Um, So she says something is coming. Whatever it is, it's why you have your powers and you must be prepared. Um, And I think that 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 really made me take a pause and say, like, well, what does that mean, you know, greater than just the story that like, what does it mean that like, you know, you have that like and the religious phrase of like, God only gives you what you can handle. And like all these things of like when you get powers, when you're prepared for something, well, you are prepared for it. Like something when something's coming your way, usually life prepares you for it. somehow. And I thought that was really interesting line that Stanley gave us with with power comes responsibility, essentially. But like that also that with that power, like you, the power prepares you for whatever's to come and like it's still on you to be able to fight it. But like, I just thought that was an interesting thing, like for life too, of that life kind of prepares us for what's to come and we just have to be ready. And then even the reference of like, oh, who are you? And she's like, just your friendly neighborhood person who never sleeps anymore because she's doing good or whatever. Like, it was just like, like a real teenager living this life. And I loved it so much. She's exactly who i would have been at 15 only because she's wearing the 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 mental image i have in the comic book right now is of her sitting in the back seat of her car wearing this like sage green sweater just this brightly colored sweater and her parents are asking like her little sister like oh so what do you what do you like about school i like friendships and i like being happy and and they ask her and she's like, I just want to not kill anybody. Right? Yeah. I just want to not have to kill anybody and they won't kill me and it'll be great. Right. And 
at this point, she hadn't told them yet that they had that she had superpowers. So that's all she could say. And her brother's just like, "Well, that's metal as fuck." And I'm like, <laughs> that's "Yeah, metal, that's me. That's totally that's totally me. I was yeah. super metal with like my bright sage sweater." And <laughs> And you gotta love how the brother becomes totally like her cheerleader toward the end. It's like, that was so metal! Yeah. So metal! Yeah. Yeah, I thought the, the family reactions were so great and so genuine, too. Especially when they confronted her that night and they were all like, are you taking drugs? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like imagine your parents finding out that you had superpowers. Like, and what, what I thought was so thing. funny was the little sister's reaction. She's like, that's not you. You don't have a superhero butt. You just have a big regular butt. <laughs> Well, yeah, and to that point with the body positivity, like, how did you guys feel about that? And, like, how cool was Devin? So dreamy. Like, when the the skinny, rude girl Jessica, or whatever her name was, was, like, Oh, what did she say? She was, like... She was, like... I I thought superheroes were supposed to be skinny. And I have have his quote written down. Yeah, I I do. He says, you're you're skinny, Jasmine, and when's when's the last time you did anything cool? Right, I was like, that was, that was and what is yeah. what does being skinny have to do with anything? And right. it was just like it was so refreshing too to see a male character step up and talk about that because so yeah. often it's female characters that have to represent that, yeah. and it was nice but to see him be so positive and kind. And the other the other side to that is I I don't often see male characters bringing down women. It's usually women bringing mm. down other women. Yeah, and that's my and that's my only thing that's like that's super real too. Yeah, and that and that sucks. Yeah, like I, I like that it was represented here because it's too, su- super real, but it's really crappy that it's other women that also have that similar body image issue. Well, exactly, and that. that's something that I've been I've been doing like compassion practice and like learning. You know, oh, that's when right. people You're, are you did, that's right. I remember this. I'm trying to learn things, um, but like a lot of times when people are you know being cruel or being mean or or having a reaction like that, it's because of an inner hurt that they're dealing with. And so, like obviously, like she has worked really hard to be the skinny girl and to look attractive and all of these things, and like that's right. a concern for her. So she takes it out on other people and like, oh, this girl's super well, but she doesn't have my body. And, like, I think that that's such a true and honest thing, and it is. It's, like, at the end of the day, you don't want anyone to bring anyone else down. But it's also nice. So, like, I, I think, yeah, maybe had he just had his first comment of, like, oh, well, like, what does that have to do with anything? Right. Versus the, well, you're skinny and you haven't done anything lately. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a complicated, which is why this it's, is so real and so, like, genuine to a high school experience, I feel. I mean, because it could have it could have been the villain doing this, but the reality yeah. is it's a, it was a peer. Yeah. And and that's usually how it goes down. It's ne- it- well, yeah, that would have been the predictable route to have the villain be the one that was doing the body shaming here, but that wasn't the case exactly. at all here. But it, it just goes if to anything, show, like, if anything, he was in the same boat as her. Essentially, mm-hmm. is what he was because he was essentially the right. one being picked on. Is what he was. It wasn't even the superhero having to stand up and and having to defend the person being body shamed. It was just yep. somebody else in the crowd. Yep. Well, yeah. And how did you guys feel about the villain then? I love. I hate to say it, but I really, I really loved that character. Garrett. I love I, that I really he didn't did. want to be called a villain. Yeah, he, he was like, anti-hero. Anti-hero, anti-hero, anti-hero. Like he's he wanted to be in the dark night. Deadpool in the dark night. Which is such a, another an interesting question of like, where but does the, anti-hero end and villain begin? But, uh, but you know, it it was also yeah. an emotional thing too because you really see how you know he was showing signs of depression because yeah. of his family life and everything oh, yeah, about absolutely. what drove him into doing that. So that were that really st- struck a chord with me right there. I mean, I'm absolutely really of the yeah. idea that people who needed to be incarcerated for any any reason yeah. need to be looked at for mental health issues because the the reality is people hurt people hurt people. 
Mm. Like, but they have. It's because that they've been hurt already, and yeah. we need to look into. Well, yeah, because what was that message yeah. that he was writing on the sludge? He kept saying to people, "You will be sorry," and all right. that stuff. So, so, I I immediately sympathized with him. Sure, honestly. But, well, yeah, and you have this question of like when everybody in high school gets powers, like what are mm-hmm. they going to do? Like, of course, the guy who's been bullied all his life is going to become the bully because mm-hmm. that's what he knows. Yeah. And that you know she's been cared for, and so she's going to help other people. Oh man, that makes Take me think back. of the Sky High movie all of a sudden with that. It's like, oh, <laughs> but imagine see, that. It just it also goes to show like what kind of support system you have around you because yeah. the, at the same time she was, I, I'm sure at one point bullied either for her sure. weight or for her for oh, the yeah. color of her skin. Um, I mean, even I can like even I I was I was always pretty skinny, but I I never I've never not had somebody like look at me and immediately say okay no i'm gonna accept you for you because they've always assumed i was either muslim or mexican so it's like i've always had to have that prejudice and always have that understanding of like okay no there's there's just gonna be some people in this world that are gonna see me for that immediately first Mm -hmm. and having having that be like the filter that i have constantly in my life there was no way i was going to be able to take that without the support system and the family that i have helping me understand no it's not because they hate you it's because of their own life experiences and the things that they've gone through it's not because of you you chloe are a completely separate thing of what they believe of of you and and that's the problem is that this kid this anti-hero right (laughs) didn't have that his dad died yeah and his mom his mom's a zombie yeah and and so when you don't have anybody reaffirming you and telling exactly. you who you are and you are amazing and you are loving and lovable. And he has nothing but the the high school the bully negative. pretty much stuffing him in his locker and everything exactly. every day. What else are you going to believe? Yeah. So that's just my, my own, from my own personal experience. Yeah. If I didn't have my family telling me every day, no, it's, they don't, they're not and bullying you the, because of, yeah. because of who you are. It's because of what they think you are. Yeah, and what's but, great about it is toward the end, that's where we see the change in dichotomy between the two because she eventually loses her powers. He still has his, though. Right. So, And she pretty much tells him, hey, you know, you can either go on this path that you're doing right now or you can try to use them actually for good for a change. So so essentially the antihero then becomes maybe the hero then. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it even more. And it also shows it's like awesome. how much kindness can affect other people because mm-hmm. like, she tries to save him from the bullies at school and he kind of rejects her and says... You know, I don't need your help. Like, well, you know, essentially, well, essentially, you know, it's going back to the whole thing and everything. You know, he's the he's a scrawny pick uh, picked on one and everything. Yet, you know, if a girl saves him or something, it's like, what's that saying about him that he can't find his own battles or something? So obviously it's like, oh, I do remember that. It's it's not so much that he that I think that he was rejecting her, but it's like, oh, my God, if I can't if if a girl has to start defending my honor or something, what good am I or something? like that? Well, and that's the point. And that was something that I thought was so good with Devin when he was tutoring her. He says it's okay to need help. And she says it doesn't feel okay. And he says, yeah, I know, but it is. And it's that thing of like sometimes you need to be able to ask for help. Sometimes you need to accept help when it comes to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something that at the time he wasn't ready to do that. But then by the end of the comic, after they had kind of struggled with each other for a while, he was ready to accept her help and, and to see that she wanted to be a friend to him. And I think that that's so important. And sometimes you have to ask twice and sometimes you have to follow up with people and it's not always easy, but it can make such a huge difference. And it can be the difference between them hurting other people or hurting themselves Mm -hmm. and doing something good Mm -hmm. and being a positive force in the world. So I think once he started actually understanding that she wasn't coming from a place of yeah of 
ma- malicious intent. No. But she, she wasn't, wasn't some saint. Yeah. She, yeah. she just wanted to help him. Like right. That. Because at, at the end of the day, all the, all, pe- all people who are hurt want is for somebody to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I, I like also about this is when you're looking at this, there's obviously a generational thing between these powers because obviously Abuela had them, but Mother didn't. Now she it has skips them. a generation. It skips it seems a generation, like, so it's yeah. kind of it kind of. Le- well, they say they, it happens when it needs to. They were kind of, they were kind of alluding to uh-huh. this in the in the in the sketches in the very in the very end of it. Yeah. Will the little sister have powers in the future? Well, and that would be so fun if they wanted to do a sequel. They could do a prequel with they the grandmother. They could totally do a prequel with it with, with because something she like had that. them for a reason, and then they could also do the future then as a third one with the little sister. Yeah. Make more. It's so make good. more. Uh, but to that point, lovely. I also feel like it was so lovely that this wasn't an ongoing thing. Like, sometimes there's such mm-hmm. beauty in something that you're like, okay, this is called Kinsey. There's going to be 15 chapters. Boom. Yeah. Here it is. It's done. This is a finished product. Mm-hmm. And it has such a beautiful beginning, middle, and end. You get a mm-hmm. year in her life. Yeah. And you get a full, rich story that you can sit and read in less than a couple hours. I would not complain either way. Honestly, I would devour anything else that this... Oh, 100%. Sure. Anything Sebastian, anything else he, he's, <laughs> he's written, I, oh, need yeah. to, I need to see it immediately. Uh, but if, if, there was, if there's another story to this, awesome. If not, gosh, it's a great standalone. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I feel like they could add more to this universe, but also it's so beautiful. Oh, they could own, so add more amazing. to it, actually, if they wanted to. But even just as a standalone, if, it's perfect on its own, even. What In if, other words, this is a kind of story that either it can just be a one shot or it can continue on and it would still be amazing. What if they had babies? Who? Oh, her and Devin. And then part four. Part four. Okay, we have oh, it all lined dear. up for you guys. <laughs> Give us a call. We're talking to them next time. We're going to be like, so we have a four-part plan. What if she was the abuela? Oh, that would be so That would be even cuter if she became the abuela, yes. Okay. This is a plan. I want to see old Devin. (laughs) And she still calls him Hot Devin even though they're like seven. Oh, yeah. Still call him Hot Devin even when they're like in their 80s or something. I would love that. I I did write him down as Hot Devin in my notes, too. Amazing. Can I just say how, how... sexy and cute it is when when they're when boys are perceptive and supportive yeah, she, i was yeah. so refreshed Especially when he realized yeah like, yeah who were Bless you fooling? I, knew, I knew it was you <laughs> yeah like she he figures it she, out because well, he I knows thought, her that's what i thought was funny too is she honestly thought that she was fooling him it's like yeah you're yeah. not fooling me I, I knew it was you the entire time i mean i can't help but think of that scene in green lantern um, with Blake Lively. Oh, are you yeah. referencing she's the like, film? Are you serious? The, like, the movie Green Lantern. Yes. You're making yes. a reference to the film yes. to Green Lantern. Film, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just shocked. I saw it once in theaters and I but, think I bought it to watch again and never I'm be- could. I'm being sarcastic, Maddie. I know. I, I genuinely <laughs> enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sorry to hurting. all the listeners to who... who I'm sorry. Let's to get drunk listening. and watch it sometime because I want oh, no, to watch okay. it again. But I'm I'm not sure I can handle but, it. But like the the scene I'm thinking yeah. of is like of of her of her being like really like you think that this tiny little black thing little over your eyes right? are going to be enough to disguise you? Like that's what oh, you're yeah, like know. when they put something over like just so you can see the chin and you're like right. yeah, you could be Batman. Yeah, you could be Batman. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean it's clearly her and like but I just yeah. think it's it's sweet that the way he figured it out was that this was a phrase that she had said mm-hmm. while they were doing tutoring and he wasn't just ignoring her he was yeah. seeing her and i think that that's so beautiful and like he yeah, was in other such words, a he was actually character. paying attention in other words had he been just another individual that you know just would have been here and there he, that he didn't actually get to know her yeah probably would have been fooled but he actually was paying attention to the details so hey the guys listen up pay attention to hey, the women in your life 
and Listen they might have known it would come to that. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just yeah. It's important. Sometimes but, it goes a long way. I know that it was does. something that in this I feel like it took so many superhero tropes and really turned them on their head and like it made did. something yeah. so much more beautiful out of them. Because like I feel like usually okay, right? The character has a crush on someone, but the other person is like too good for them, and in, a, in another like social class which is true here but then it goes into the like oh but then they have to hide who they are and they go into this whole song and dance and then the person's maybe a little too vain and like maybe they end up falling for a friend instead or like there's a whole journey there that i feel like this one sidestepped so quickly because even though he was popular Devin was like such a sweet person and he was so perceptive and so kind and like good and also then i loved that like as we were getting i was like in chapter like 11 or 12 and i was like hmm no, you know what it was? It was right before she went when she wanted to go to the prom. Mm. And Abuela was like, don't do it. I have a bad feeling about this. You should listen to me. And she was like, no, I'm a teenager. I'm going to rebel, which was great and accurate. But then I was like, oh, my God, if something happens to her, I'm going to flip this table. Like, I can't handle it anymore. And they already did the old Ben, like, Uncle Ben reference. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I love right. that they she didn't. Was in the hospital. Yes. Ugh. And I was like, don't play this game with me. And they didn't. And I thought it was so beautiful that, like, her kind of love for her abuela, like, saved her. And they got to continue. And it... Spoilers. Spoilers. Abuela doesn't die, guys. It's okay. Abuela's fine. Everybody, abuela's She's just fine. fine. There's no funny sidekick no character. No se preocupen. No se preocupen. I love your accent. That's so beautiful. Can you just do the rest of this in Spanish and I'll pretend like I can understand you? I'd be able to do it if I would be able to do it if the words were in front of me, but I can't actually. Is it just funny that like that. my instinct I, I is replying you in I French? I can read Spanish, but I just can't speak it really well. I can. I, can, I, I mean, can speak, you're I can, already I halfway there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like I cannot speak any Spanish, even though I grew up in San Diego. But I speak French, and my reaction to Spanish is to want to talk in French, which is very unhelpful. Well, they're both Romance languages. And so. if I try to pronounce <laughs> Spanish words, I just pronounce them as French, and it's real funky. I have a problem, Maddie. We're gonna we're gonna do this, just talk about we're gonna talk about this soon. Pourquoi? What, what are you doing? <laughs> I was the one kid in San Diego who took French, but my last name's super French, so I felt like I had to. Plus, my grandma spoke French, so I wanted to like connect with her. I was. It was very sweet. I okay. thought French was super interesting. It's beautiful. But yeah, and like to that point about family, like there was this one quote that I just loved that like they're your family. You had to tell them the truth. The more annoying they are, the more you know that they love you. Yeah. Like dad already is taking videos of her and saying like, you know what? I have some suggestions for you. Right. <laughs> and I think like coach, really? Right. It's they're all trying to be helpful. It's because they and, care. And, I, and exactly. I love it that the little sister is the fashionista. She wants to make the perfect costume for her trying to give her all these suggestions about what she should do for her and future costumes. Big booty costumes exactly. well, yeah, and i thought that was such an interesting point too like last month we did journey which is a perfect example of like that culture of like when a little kid looks at something and sees mm-hmm. you know well this is what a hero looks like a hero mm-hmm. has to have big boobs and a hero has to have a, a big butt that they stick in everyone's face all the time and they have to not wear very many clothes and you know she's saying i would be naked like i can't go out like that and she's like that's what fashion's about and like i just thought it was that's so interesting she, too. That she said that it was so adorable Come it was on. adorable but it's also so sad that you have this child character who's like playing into this like this is what a hero looks like and that breaks my heart but i love that they made that comment because they're then presenting a hero that children can look at and say that could be me and i think that's so beautiful and so well needed because i mean as 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 much as you don't want to tell the child like no you can't be because you can dress however you however you want but for her to have that understanding of this is what beauty is Mm -hmm. i mean 
we all grew we, me yeah. and you maddie like we know this like <laughs> yeah. this is this is what we've grown up on is like the l'oreal commercials oh, and yeah. the, so we're like i have to be power girl not like so i love that her this si- is what i look like yeah. in a real costume her, guys <laughs> and her sister is making that statement without mm-hmm. actually saying it out loud of you know what though nah yeah, and I thought that was so great. And her costume was modest, and it was like a it's real a costume that you could it's wear under your clothes. It's a costume I would wear. Yeah, I want to wear a hoodie always. <laughs> um, and and then to that point too of like just like how real it was of like she says I just wish someone would tell you how equal parts annoying and awesome it is getting exactly what you want. I yeah. just thought that was such a beautiful. If anything, that's line. what. The, if, I, if anything, I think that's what the central theme picking up from this book is: be careful what yeah. you wish for. Mm-hmm. Be careful well, yeah, what you she, wish for, because you know, just because you think you want be... it doesn't necessarily mean that you're prepared to take it on. Yeah. Right. I, I've as I was reading it, the kind of the the thing that was ringing in my ears was like this this new idea of like this fusion between like a chosen hero and the mm. hero's journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like in my head, it was like the chosen hero's journey. Like so, yeah. she she was forced into this. She was chosen yeah. to have these powers for a year, but. We're having to now explore the journey of okay. Well, what is she going to do with it now? Yeah. What what is what what is her decision? Sometimes she's mm-hmm. that means she's chosen to have to work out forever, right. and she's going to have sore arms and legs and everything for a while. Or well, and even like at the end, like I loved the high school story too of them like her fighting, um, fighting Garrett and and going into that like. She says, um, I didn't know how I was going to win this fight. Garrett was a little bit stronger than me and a lot meaner than me. And that's not a great combination in, in an opponent. The only thing I had going for me was this. I wanted to save my classmates more than Garrett wanted to destroy them. And then she also says, it's just more powerful fuel fighting for what's right. And like, it, it, it acknowledges that it's being cheesy because the line before that is like, you know, like, and not that good always wins and all these things. Right. But like sometimes when you know that you're right and you're doing the right thing, even though it's harder and even though mm-hmm. the fight might be more difficult, you have that extra little bit of power because of it. And right. I thought that, that was so cool and such a good point. It's it speaks to how like civilizations are formed, even mm-hmm. because, you know, there, there's there, it's this it's this group of people who have come together in a common goal within a town within you know you know you see it now within clubs and all just coming together and, and understanding no this is what we believe mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and this is what we want to do so this is how that's and that's how like that's how towns are made that that's yeah. how you know ideas are formed that's how you know political candidates get into office mm-hmm. this is how bills get signed ideally. into law this is ideally <laughs> yeah. this, this is this is how this stuff happens is by understanding what your inner truth is and yeah. what you believe is right and the moment you have a grasp on that there's not really much that can stop you yeah you know and which is like i actually have a note from way at the very beginning when she first finds out about her powers right it's you know, she had just destroyed the whole bathroom, right? Yeah. And she was freaking out. Her grandma had come in, and her grandma had basically told her to just trust her. Mm. And she said, okay, no, I trust you, grandma. And her grandma said, just now, imagine everything that was broken has been put back together. Mm. And I feel like if we were to just take a moment and believe that of our own lives, everything we believe that is broken, mm. if we were to just take a moment and understand it, maybe it's not broken, Maybe we just need to learn how to put it back together. Well, and that's such a great point, too, because then her reaction is, oh, I wish I had just taken a picture of it so I know where everything right. was. And her, but you don't need to. Exactly. <laughs> and her response is no. Like, you, you don't know need to. what right looks like. You know what your inner truth is. Yeah. 
Oh my god, so, this is getting deep. They, this is why I love this book so much. I love this. <laughs> yeah, like you know what the bathroom, you know the toilet's not cracked, the mirror's yeah. not broken. Like you, you know, know what it's supposed to look like. You know and you what can you make want your happen. life to be. Yes. You know what you want your relationships yeah. to be like, what you want your world to look like. And the moment you understand that, if you just believe it's put back together instead, and work maybe you it. can yeah. do something different. Instead of just Man. focusing on the broken pieces. I'll just retire on that. That's the main, like, mic. I can't, mic drop, I can't I know. drop the mic because it's on a clip. The mic is on a stand. <laughs> Otherwise, our girl would drop it. That's perfect. So, Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. That's good. Well, now for a joke to lighten the mood, yeah, too. No, at the Tyler's end, when not she's, here. <laughs> right? Well, when she was falling at the end, I just loved speaking of, like, like things that you can relate to. She's, like, falling and possibly going to die. And she goes... I wanted to be an inspirational high school in English teacher or a comic book store o- owner or maybe both. I wanted to marry Devin or maybe Oscar Isaac or Michael B. Jordan and be mm. a mom and also Kill an abuela. <laughs> I wanted to l- learn how to drive and dance like a music video person and draw a halfway decent cat eye with my drugstore eyeliner. There was so much I wanted to do, but there just wasn't time. And I just like loved that. Like how real like we all just want to be able to draw a nice cat eye. Like We uh, all just want to marry Michael B. Jordan. Like this is the re- and it's uh, so of the moment on that one Jack, watch that movie and tell me that you don't want michael b jordan to put you in that van and whisk you away but i just uh, it's just so great no, 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 and but so I get real it, she, it's like even in a moment of something like this she can still have a little bit of goofiness about her yeah like and she's just so charming and genuine and i think that yeah. that's something that a lot of characters you don't you relate to them, but you don't fully relate to them because they're still better than you in some way. Yes. And I feel like this, for ones, was so refreshingly a character that was all of us. Mm-hmm. She was so imperfect to yeah. where she's... Like, she's a little bit of everybody. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she is. And I, I, can't, I can't not love a character like that. You know? You... And I, I, I think that's true of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if it, you can't not love a character you find yourself in. Because we're all imperfect in our own ways. And it's mm-hmm. awesome that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that brings us home then. And to kind of go to the, the last part, which, like, I was, you know, making me tear up at the Panera Bread. Oh. To be clear, Panera is not a sponsor of this podcast. But if you work for Panera and would like to give us money, I would love to eat there or anytime. Food. <laughs> or Panera. food. Or sponsor food, sponsor podcast. Yes. Yeah. Just drop off some, uh, <laughs> some, some soup. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, dang, that sounds good. Right? Yeah. So we're all going to Panera again after this. Right. Um, but, uh... <laughs> She says, if I've learned anything this year, it's that the stupidest possible thing to do and the right thing to do are basically always the same thing. Mm -hmm. But then it moves into this beautiful thing of saying she was a superhero and she was really used to being a superhero and helping other people. And now all of a sudden she didn't have these superpowers. I'm like, how is she going to continue that? And how is she going to do something other than just kind of sit alone? And it goes into... um, her volunteering, which like I volunteer oh, yeah. a lot, and it just like made my heart so warm, and it Where shows the all of doing the soup kitchen. Yeah, stuff all of her and... friends and her family start getting involved, and she's having that positive effect right. on other people too, which you know just kind of makes it even bigger. And then it had this line about her being friends with Garrett and like sitting with him at lunch and sitting outside his therapy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional just reading it. But people in trouble don't always need a caged a caped crusader. Sometimes what someone needs most is a friend who will sit with them, and yeah. like that. Is 
Sorry, that is such a powerful message. And not, I think not especially all heroes, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is a, a real story about a real girl. And we can all learn from that and like go yeah. volunteer, go sit with someone who you think mm-hmm. needs somebody to sit by them. And maybe they'll reject you at first. And maybe it's going to be a growth journey. Mm-hmm. But like how many mm-hmm. suicides have we dealt with recently in the Ugh. media, let alone in people's personal lives? Just this week, even. Mm-hmm. I mean, God. it's insane. There are so many yeah. people hurting in this world. And honestly... Sometimes people just need someone to sit with them and you have no idea how important Mm -hmm. that is. And like, what a powerful message and what a powerful ending to this beautiful story. And I was just like, so inspired. I, I have, I, I wrote down something that by the end of it, I, I ended up just writing down some, everyone has a choice to be a hero Mm -hmm. by being a friend. Mm -hmm. I want a t-shirt that says that, please. (laughs) That's beautiful. Because. Mm How hard is it to be a hero to that per or to be a friend to that person yeah. who's hurt you? How hard is it to be a friend to the people that are around you all day, like your family? How hard is it to be a friend to, you know, people you don't really think about, like, you know, the homeless or people who don't have food that day, you know, and or or even people who don't necessarily reach out to you very often because they're dealing with their own thing. It's, it's hard to, you know, take that time out of your day to like slow down enough to stop and think and and do something so when you take you do take that time you are being a hero you're doing something that not everybody does when you think about to to bring that to it too like Devin talks about how like he saved her and that Mm -hmm. was like the basis of him kind of falling in love with her was that Mm -hmm. she had saved his life and you could well she saved Garrett's life too yeah and she did it without any superpowers she did it with kindness and Mm -hmm. caring and being a friend and, like, mm-hmm. you can literally be someone's hero and save their life Wait by a having minute, a conversation. Guys, is kindness a superpower? <laughs> well, yeah, that was, I, I was just about to say those kind of things. My favorite can superpower. Can be a superpower? Of course it can. Yeah. Of course I, it can. In some ways, probably more powerful than super than super strength or flight or anything else, for that matter. Because, you know, sometimes it's as much as just human emotions and words that can do the thing, the difference between mm-hmm. v- various harm or great good. My heart is so warm. Mm-hmm. It's, this is a warm comic book what it a really great was. please everybody i cannot recommend this book highly enough go read it as a latina as a woman as, as a human being yeah go read it go grab it as go buy one, it as one who is stuffed into the locker in, into the lockers themselves <laughs> at one point yes i will I, I will vouch for this being something that will touch you <laughs> yeah i think everybody will relate to it in a different way and it's so special. It's yeah. so wonderful. And if you go get it right now, you'll get it before it wins an Eisner. And you can be like, oh, I read that before. Before it gets super popular, it better so win That was real hipster of you, girl. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that was a little hipster of you. Which I'm not hipster at all. I'm just saying, go get it. And it better win an Eisner is the oh, point. Oh, man. If it doesn't, I will That'd ride be amazing it. Fi- if it did. Here's fingers crossed for can it, Can we man. all go to the ceremony at Comic-Con and please? just, like, hold up the signs that are like, I want it. Can you say? Can you say? Please. Oh, my gosh. That, my favorite story from Tom King about Batman and the dog one last year. So I feel like they're on a roll. They're going to pick some good ones. Okay. I'm hoping for can say. Yeah. Um, so we always ask this question, what do you, and I think it's very clear, but what do you think that this adds to indie comics? I think, honestly, I'll tell you right now, this is something that offers the you, it offers you, mm. you yourself to the world of indie comics. This is something because she essentially is you, whether you, th- w- w- whether you want to believe it or not. So if anything, self-realization and uh, a greater 
a greater intuitive knowledge of just what kind of meaning you have in this world can be done through this, through reading this. Because you see your struggle possibly through her, through her eyes and through her actions. So if anything, this is that kind of good, this is that kind of good kind of storyline that just makes you realize, hey, you know, we've all been there. We all have our struggle. Something like this you don't see in an everyday run-of-the-mill superhero comic, but in this one, you certainly do. That is something that you don't see too often in indie comics world, and I think that's what it brings to the realm of indie comics in general. I, I don't know if I could have said it much better than that. That That's... I think... I think I, I can speak to just storytelling and narrative in general. I think um, the, the, the chosen hero story is something you've seen over and over and over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, like... Even like going back in time to to Greek stories, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's it's just a story you've seen all the time. I love that this is taking it one step further, and and helping people understand that that chosen hero has now has a choice, yep. and we all have that choice. We all have that superpower of being the change we want to see in the world, and she got random superpowers at 15 that let her fly and, and shoot rays of light to at people. But we, I think that there's not enough stories out there just in general. I, I, as far as I do a lot of reading of books, not necessarily of comics, but from what I've read so far of comics, this one is definitely a, a different story. It's, it's a different way of, telling that hero's journey yeah. as opposed to just giving us another chosen hero. And I, and I highly appreciate that. Yeah. I, that, that that's something I love to see as often as possible. <laughs> yeah. And even that she didn't keep her powers, that it was a one year thing and then it was over and she was just yeah. as much a hero at For the end reason, without them as she was, was what before. Occurred to me in this, it's like, I don't think it probably would have, I don't think it would have been as meaningful had she kept her powers. Yes, I highly the agree. The fact that she lost them, I think, is like, yeah, that just made it better in my opinion. Because we all only have so much time mm-hmm. to be that person for someone else. I mean, yeah. if anything, if she had kept her powers, it would have been the typical typical superhero story all over again. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you mysteriously got your superpowers mm-hmm. one day, and then, you know, you have them for the rest of your life. It's like, mm-hmm. well, we've not seen that at least a dozen times over already. Yeah, well, and even for that growing story, like some somebody was saying recently, like, enjoy the season of your life that you're in. Mm. Um, because they were talking about how, like, you know, I used to think, oh, my gosh, it's so annoying that I have this stroller for the baby in the hallway and I bump into it all the time. Oh, and yeah. now I miss having the stroller there and I miss having the baby as a child. And now she's a teenager. You know, like, mm. like this season in your life is going to have, you know, maybe you never sleep because the police scanner's going off all the time and you're being a superhero. I love how right. she complained how well I had that police scanner <laughs> from <laughs> Amazon. You should never have gotten that thing. It was so great. And like, you know, and so every season of your life is going to have ups and downs. Downs and right. you kind of have to savor it while you're there and then be able to move on afterwards and mm-hmm. say, okay, well, like, what am I going to do now? And how can I savor this new season in my life? And I yeah. think that that is so clear in this. And, and to me, that's what it adds to, co- I'm, you know, mm-hmm. you, you guys know me, if you listen to this often, I'm always looking for a message and a moral and like, mm-hmm. what can I get out of this? Cause to me, that's why I read comics is to learn something about myself um, and mm-hmm. to identify and to, to grow and to be better. And I think this one of all of them had taught me so much just about life and love and, and that season mm-hmm. of your life and, and what can you do wherever you are and what can you give to other people? Mm-hmm. And, and that you can, you, uh, you yeah. have to trust 
that in whatever it is that you believe in, whether it's God or the universe or, you know, or you don't believe in, that's what you believe in. Cool. Hold yeah. on to that and have that be your truth that's guiding you through what you believe is right. Mm -hmm. Because you can do so much with that. Yeah. And, and to believe in yourself. You know, I think yeah. a lot of times she was questioning herself and she had this great family support system. She had her friends. She had absolutely Devin. <laughs> and, you know, wherever you <laughs> are, you Devin. have to you have to listen to others. You have to help others and you have to believe in yourself. And I think mm -hmm. that's such a powerful message. And the writing was so witty and funny and modern and yes. super of its time. And muy moderno. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and and it's beautiful and the art is beautiful and it's mm -hmm. just this amazing amazing story it's great for all ages and everybody I mean, should go pick it it's up it's the first comic i'm probably gonna end up recommending to my own mother yeah i want to give everybody a copy of this yeah i want to just buy so a million copies and start passing them out your abuela read it <gasps> my abuela i wish oh. she knew how to read english can you There's a Spanish version. Oh, and now I'm going to I saw him back. You yes. didn't ask for a Spanish version of it. And now I'm going to get a Spanish version from my abuelita. There you go. There Done. you go. Oh, great. <laughs> Any other final comments, guys? I think we said it. I mean, this is Magnifico. incredible. Yeah. Go. My abuela is going to love this. <laughs> She'll come back and tell us how much her abuela loved it. And like, how cool, too, that there is a Spanish version and that you can. Oh, I don't know. You know, exactly. like, this is an amazing, incredible comic. It's taking well, a great it, step and forward. And if it goes on to win that Eisner, then it should be available in every single language across the entire world because this is a story Hello? just that anybody could enjoy. Eisner Committee, I know you're listening because this is a very popular <laughs> podcast. <laughs> please, please select. Keep uh, um, but for those of you that are listening, thank you so much. Uh, you can check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all podcast apps. And I really hope that you will go and rate and review and subscribe to the Grand Geek Gathering. Give us some comments. Let us know what you think of this. Let us know if you're going to go buy it. Let us know if you read it to your abuela. We want to know about it. Please reach out to us. And you can also check us out on our site, thegrandgeekgathering.com, for articles, videos, and more. You can stay updated on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch. The intro is provided by bensound.com, and you can buy Kinsei pretty much everywhere. Go check out your local comic book shop. Ask them to order it if they don't have it. In both English and Spanish. English and Spanish. You can also find it online. It's from Fanbase Press. Check it out. So come and join the gathering. Have a great week and GGG. Es mejor. Es lo mejor. Gracias for listening. That's like all I know in Spanish. Muchísimas gracias por escuchar.